0: Today on the show, I'm gonna dive into 10 things that we need to stop doing on Instagram today to get our grids aligned with our businesses, our brands, and really start using it as an app that feels good again. Let's do this. You're listening to the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, Bus Bench babes, we are in full blown summer here in Minnesota, and I am just loving all of it. So, woohoo to that! So, if it sounds a little bit different today, it's because I'm in my office. It might be a little more echoey. My apologies, but I wanted to really just take advantage of the sunshine coming in my windows and really soak this up. So, I'm going to dive into my top 10 things you need to stop doing on Instagram today Uh, things that are no longer serving anyone and to maybe get us on the app in a little bit more of a healthier way. So, let's dive right in. So, the first thing that we need to stop doing on Instagram right away is stop fearing that algorithm. So you've heard me say this before that that algorithm works for us. And yes, Instagram, this app tracks every single scroll, all of our likes, our DMs, everything that we do, but that's okay. Let the algorithm work for you. It is serving a purpose and can really help target your clients and help them reach you. So let's stop fearing it. We don't need to. And instead, use it as the tool that it is. Okay, sound good? (laughs) All right, number two, time of day is not going to make or break your post. All right, so I'm not going to say it doesn't matter at all because it does, but it is not going to make or break your post. Of course, being on when your most active followers are also on will help your algorithm. But if that time of day doesn't serve you, your life, your family well, and you are stressing out to post at that time, just stop. Life is so much more important. Posting when you can actually stay on the app and engage, like really be present and active with your audience, not just like scroll, scroll, scroll. Ooh, I like that dessert or I like that recipe or look at that person's doing like actually be on there and engage for at least 10 minutes, at least 10 minutes after you post. Like, that is the most important time to be there. It'll be so much more effective. I struggled with this one for such a long time, but I have tried, tried, and tried again and proved myself wrong on so many dang occasions. Seriously, let me just chat about a couple examples here. So, you know, posting in reels and that sort of thing, and I always sort of test things out on my personal page and play around for the team. And what I realized was even when I tried my absolute hardest to post at the shittiest time of day, when I knew my audience wouldn't be on, but I was posting something that was really relevant to them and who I was trying to reach. And I was paying attention to the, my voice that I was using and how I was approaching it and what really resonated with my audience and me and using hashtags that made sense. The time of day didn't matter at all. It's amazing. I've done this many times and every single time, even now, it kind of like blows my mind because the reality is you can get that second wave, that third wave with reels. And so really just making sure that you're present in life and not obsessing over that posting time is the key. And engagement when you're actually on is also very, very important. Okay. Number three of things we need to stop doing on Instagram today. (laughs) Stop obsessing over likes and comments. Yes, yes, yes. We've talked about this so many times and it's really, really hard, right? Like we love getting good feedback. We love the engagement. We love the lights. They feed our ego like so much. And let's just face it, the algorithm changed. It just did. And we all kind of started freaking out when we weren't getting as many likes and we weren't getting as much engagement and comments on our posts. But are you actually considering how you're converting? So are you actually reaching your target audience? This is so much more important than likes and comments. And this is a big struggle. It's a struggle for us. It's a struggle for many people on this app. But what is your actual return on investment when all is said and done? Do you have no idea? If not, make a plan to start paying attention to your analytics. Collect what posts are being seen the most, who they are actually reaching, and how they're converting. If it's not working, it's time to shift gears. So if your posts are reaching an audience that really has nothing to do with what you're trying to do, but you're getting a lot of likes, maybe you're wasting a little bit of time there. But then if you post something and you get like 10 likes, but, oh, you got a phone call or your friend of a friend said, hey, I saw that and I really loved it and starts a conversation with you, that is where the ROI is. So really start paying attention to that and stop obsessing over likes and comments. Number four, stop using the app as a crutch or a distraction for real life. All right. Slow your scroll is really how we should have started this one. Limit your time. Log out of the app if you need to. Whatever you need to do to get into the real world and off your phone is where you're going to win. Using it as a distraction and the excuse of, I need to be on this app because I'm working, (laughs) I see you, uh, been there, but you're not working. You're just scrolling aimlessly and wasting time and it's sucking time out of your life, your real life. How many times a day do we hear someone say they don't have time? Anyone sick of hearing this? We all have the same amount of hours in a day, right? And let's face it, a lot of us are wasting a lot of that time. And so how we're using the app and how much time we're spending out on it really, really matters. And apps are so good at sucking us in, just the same way TV is. They're made to do that. They want us on there. We are rewarded for the more time we spend on them. But that doesn't mean you need to be on them that much. Ask yourself, how much time am I really wasting here? There are apps that can track this if you just really have no idea, and you can even be notified on your phone. My iPhone tells me my screen time usage every single week, and it If you're spending a lot of time on there and you're feeling like you never have time, it might be time to start considering using a platform like one of those to really track this and see where your time is going. And if you keep telling yourself you don't have time and you keep feeling like you don't have time, this is really, really maybe a good place to reevaluate where you're placing your time and how it's being used. So again, stop using this app as a crutch or a distraction for your real life. Real life is good. Go live it. Okay, number five, stuck in a creative rut and have no idea what to post, don't not post, okay? Stop not posting. Don't let this stop you. Use your own feed as inspiration. Go to the search bar and see what Instagram's algorithm is showing you. Like, it's there for a reason. Again, use this to your advantage. Set a time limit so you don't go down a rabbit hole you can't get back out of but pull inspiration from there. So I'm not saying aimlessly scroll on this app. I'm saying go use it for the function that it is and pull information from there. What is your audience doing? What is resonating with them? What have you posted that created the most engagement? Where did it feel really good to post? Remember, you can pull inspiration and put your own spin on it and share something very similar without copying someone else. You are your brand, your brand voice, and you can use that in a different way. So don't copy but use it for inspiration. Okay, if you're still a little bit stuck and you want a little more help here, head to episode 34 where I share what to do if you are stuck in a creative rut. It's a sure way to get you out of it and get you posting. Again, head to episode 34. All right, number six, switch up those hashtags. Stop using the same old ones. The same old ones just won't cut it anymore. We have talked about this before on the show, but with Instagram's recognition technology, you'll actually be penalized for using the same ones over and over. And pro tip, make sure you aren't using hashtags that are banned or broken. Super important. Okay, number seven, you don't have to post in real time. So just stop doing it. I mean, if it works for you occasionally, fine, but you just, you don't need to. So Go ahead and snap the photo, jot down a note about a post if you think of it, and save it for when you're ready to head to the app. Posting in real time isn't nearly as important as living real life, and it's not going to make or break a post or be that important. There are, I can't honestly think of any time where it's just absolutely so important that you post in that immediate moment. If you're sitting across the table from friends and one of them inspires you, are you really going to pull out your phone and like post about it? I mean, maybe not, maybe just like live in that moment and see where it goes. Or if you're with your family on a Sunday morning and you're having breakfast and you're loving it and you want to create a reel of like what your Sunday looks like, you don't have to do it in real time. Enjoy that time with your family. If you're out showing homes with clients and you want to showcase what it looks like behind the scenes as a realtor, cool. If it's a Sunday, you can do that Monday morning. You don't need to do that when you're with your clients. Really live in real life and save that post for later. Number eight, stop only posting when you are selling. Goodness gracious, I cannot say this one enough. And this is something that we are seeing so much. And that like posting of that only home for sale or that sold sign or how you're going to help them win in this market or whatever, every single time you're trying to like sell and it's the majority of your post or every single post, that is not resonating with people. Building a brand is the ticket to success and a sustainable business. Showing up and selling every single time is a surefire way to get people to unfollow you or at least lose complete interest. Remember, we are building brands here, real brands, and they are what will sustain us through market shifts, recessions, and everything else thrown our way. I truly, truly believe this head to episode 62 where beth and i dive into why you need a brand like now in real estate or any small business and episode 63 where i share exactly how to do it if you need a little bit of help here still if you're feeling like you're a little bit confused on your brand voice or what direction you're going or what to post or or how do i actually as a realtor or as like Running a real estate team, how do I actually do this? Again, episode 62 will share like why you need one and what that looks like. And episode 63, I dive into exactly how to do it. Okay, number nine, one of my favorites: present over perfection. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We all have egos, we all have insecurities, we all show up in different ways. It's hard. There are very few people on this planet that enjoy showing up on video consistently or in their feed. And Being present over being perfect is so, so important. Yes, Instagram is a beautiful place, but showing up as yourself, regardless if your hair is perfect or your outfit is spot on, is going to connect with your followers more than posts that are always perfectly curated. I have had this conversation so many times with other small business owners, other realtors, and other friends. Like, We don't have to be perfect to show up. Being present is really where it's at. I don't know about you, but my day-to-day doesn't look anything like a curated little box on Instagram, but I still have a real story to tell. I still have an audience to connect with, and I can still show up just the way I am. Being a photographer for so many years, time and time again, I have heard how absolutely obsessed people are with how they look if their hair is just right, if their shirt is tucked perfectly, or if I can make them look five pound lighter than they actually are. Honestly, it's exhausting. It's made me open up my eyes to how I, the dialogue I have in my head and what I want my daughter to hear and how I want to show up in life. Like seriously, no joke. I have never loved my arms. I've always just like, I don't love them. And this year, I'm 40 years old. This year, finally, I made a commitment to myself. I will wear sleeveless dresses or sleeveless shirts because I, when I love them and I feel good in them and not worry about that. Because the reality is I am me. I am imperfect. We all are. And we don't need to show up so perfectly every single dang time. And if someone has a problem with that, that's their own problem. That's their own insecurity. And There's nothing in life that's probably ever going to fill that. So let's lift each other up and just accept how we actually are. Like I said, I am guilty of this myself, 100% guilty, but I'm also actively working on changing this. Like, can we move past this as a society, as women? Like, can we just get past this? I sure hope so because I'm ready to raise I am raising, I should say, a daughter who views herself and her imperfections that I will always think are perfect, just through a completely different lens, like learning to love ourselves and accepting that, and who gives a shit? if your shirt is tucked in right, if your earrings are perfect, or if your lipstick is perfect. It just honestly doesn't matter. Now, I'm not saying to like roll out of bed every single time you post unless that's your jam, but we can still show up as ourselves and not perfectly curated without a gazillion filters on and really resonate with our audiences. And when we do, we show other women that it's okay to show up as themselves real authentically and That right there to me is winning on such a bigger level. Okay, number 10, last thing to stop doing on Instagram today. And I have said this before, but I'm going to say it again and again. Stop following accounts that make you feel like crap. Just stop. Unfollow. Today, take five minutes and go through your accounts, go through all the pages that you're following and start unfollowing anyone that makes you feel even just a little bit like crap. So I know I probably sound like a broken record here, but this is one thing that I think is probably the most important for how much time we're spending on this app and how we are showing up on this app and how we are feeling less than or insecurities of like posting and not posting. And I don't think this is perfect enough. And look at this person is doing like, get rid of all that. Just unfollow it. Even if you don't know why it doesn't make you feel good and it just doesn't, unfollow it. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to like use this app more for inspiration and follow accounts that actually when I look through, I feel good. I feel inspired. They're like people that I actually would want to hang out with in real life. So again, don't care why they make you feel like crap, how successful they are, or how close they are to you. Family, I don't care. Relatives, friends, business owners, it doesn't matter. If you hop on the app and see an account that makes you feel less than in any sort of ounce of a way, unfollow and don't look back. They aren't going to serve you or your algorithm in any good way. If you want to learn a little bit more about this and the importance behind it and why it actually matters, head to episode five where I dive into depth on this and share more ways to kickstart your Instagram and how this all plays into effect. Okay, so those are my top 10 things that we need to stop doing on Instagram today. Let's shift those grids. Let's shift those reels. Let's start feeling great and like this is a real community. Sound good? All right. Are you ready for change on this app? Because I definitely am. I hope you found this episode really, really helpful. And if you have more questions, hit me up on social. I would love to start the conversation at Bus Bench Babes. And I would love to know how you're incorporating this into your business and brand. So until next time, Bus Bench Babes, remember to keep your face off a Bus Bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.